0: Hello and welcome to the Bailey and Harding oh, The Sound System I am Anna Harding
1: And I'm Ali Bailey And we've come of age, we're middle age Welcome to episode 40 Happy 40th mate Happy 40th mate, how are you? How's, how's 40 treating you? Four zero. Well it's
0: a bit weird because I'm not 40 mm. You are
1: I'm 42, Sorry. 43 is
0: yeah? So yeah. you've been through this but you don't like birthdays So I guess it doesn't really like... My 40th was
1: not a good day. It was a very bad day. Very bad day. Um, But uh, when we were little, right? Mm. Do you remember, like, when your mum and dad turned 40, you were like, oh, I remember my
0: mum's 40th birthday party. There was a big, massive salmon. It was a poached salmon, and it was like a whole one. And it was the biggest salmon I've ever seen. Was it the 80s or was it the 90s? It must be the 90s for you. It might even have been the two thousand. She was born in sixty three. Oh,
1: Oh. two thousand and three. Wow. See, mine was yeah. very much it's a nineties forty birthday. Yeah, um, but uh, a salmon you with have a, a salmon. Head I don't think we had a salmon I just remember everyone being very very drunk because that's kind of how I grew up but it was drunk in a good way or the best way it could be in the way that everyone's having a good time uh but I do remember having a beige being bought from CNA a beige dress with black polka dots on to wear which I think I would probably wear now because it's so good
0: nice I remember I was like 2003 I'm not even going to do the maths but I was definitely younger than 18 but my sister was maybe like 17 so I was like 14 or 15 and my mum went into town after her party and took my sister and I was really, really cross because I was like but I want to come and I didn't understand why it was that I couldn't go and I think the reason why I couldn't well I know the reason why I couldn't go was because I was not 18 but um I think because Jane was also not 18 it was very hard for me to compute at that age why it's okay for her to go when she's not 18 but not for me
1: well, everybody who's listening, you're all invited into town after with us, all of Hooray! you. We're
0: going, we'll do we're some going, karaoke. We're going
1: into B at One. That's where we're going, B at oh, One, oh, and then we're, we're going, going, going to All Bar One, and then we're going yes. to Helens
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are they, I get those confused. We had like a leaving do the other day, and it was like, oh, meet at All Bar One. But then I was like, but is it B at One? And then they're both next to each other in Milton Keynes, and it was really confusing. Why are they both called the same John thing? John has
1: got some jujee bars, hasn't it? It's got, that's probably one of the best things about it. It's got the roundabouts and the bars. It's like a area, <laughs> quite nice. They look like nice bars. They yeah. look like the sort of places I press my face up against and then go, you've in that. You can't go in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, welcome to episode 40. Um, yeah. How are
1: you? How you been? You yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. i come out the back of the man flu now and I feel oh, I feel all right. Uh, Good. i was go to the gym? Yep. Went to the fucking gym. Uh, it was quite horrendous. No, it, was, it was all right, but it wasn't all right two days after.
0: No. That's uh, that's a sign of you've not been in the gym for a while. I'm going back, though, every week I know. now. I know. I know. The I
1: know. worst thing is that Pete has told me I need to film myself in the gym.
0: Oh, I do that to my clients all the time, and oh, I'm yet I'm not to receive anything. This. I'm yet to receive anything, and I'm like, guys, honestly, you can send me stuff. And they're like, no, it's okay. But it's like, you're going to look like some sort of fucking end. <laughs> no, no, no. It is another level of gym anxiety, though. I totally get it. Because the thing is, the people who are in there, right, for a start, people who are in the gym don't care what you're doing. I cannot stress this enough to everybody. People in the gym are either just as anxious as you or just want to do their own thing and then they'll go. And they, they literally don't care what you're doing, despite what your brain tells you. So people are not in there go looking at you being like, oh look at that knobhead. She's filming herself. She loves herself. She's not even doing it properly, but actually, you know, and it's um and it's like when you just read out
1: in a narrative,
0: yeah, and it's like when people go out for a run and it's like oh, you know, you think you think that person's looking at you going, oh, look, they're going so slow. And you're like, yeah, but I'm not even going as, I'm not going as fast as you because I'm going further than you. And it's like, I'm not filming myself because I love myself because I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'm filming it to give it to my coach to make sure that I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, if you get asked by your PT to film yourself, if you're unsure of anything or you want checking on your form, et cetera, as someone who is an online coach, uh, please do it and don't worry about it. like, Pete, how about I pay if you just to come up here and you just sit in the gym and watch me? I <laughs> that.
1: That really was. I mean, I don't think how much that would cost for sure. Yeah, but if if he did that, he'd bring fucking Holly with him, and she'd end up screaming at me on, on the on a treadmill as I put the incline up half a percent instead of
0: a whole percent. So, so. for the for the listeners among us uh, who don't know, they these these people who Ali Ali's talking about are they're not new coaches. people. They're not people. They're they described are in that way. Superhumans. Horrible animals, disgusting. So yeah, Holly Rush and Pete Stables, your new coaches for running and S&C. Hey, I see you've been doing some tasty little nugget sessions. um, And I've been really enjoying, not so much the whinging, you could probably dial the whinging back a bit.
1: (laughs) Holly likes the whinging, so.
0: (laughs) But the, but yeah, when we've talked about, like when I was doing some sessions and stuff before, when I was doing my training block of joy and you were like, I just got run. Yeah. And I just love that the tables have turned now, and that you yeah. are out doing sessions.
1: Yeah, and actually, I'm sorry, to have to say say this. I'm sorry to have to say it to myself, but I quite enjoy them. Like, yes, they're hard. And yes, they're, and the the, but the hardest bit is the uh, bit before where you're like, oh god, because it's like a new level of I can't do it. But the, even though yeah. I've been running, even though I'm a coach, even though I'm a mindset coach, even though I've won awards for coaching, even though I've been coaching three years, even though I have like been through fucking hell and back with my mental health. Every time before I go for a run, I'm still like, can I do this? I'm not sure I can do this. Every run ever. Like, ever. It's all.
0: And do you have like slightly more feelings of that when it's certain runs or certain sessions? Because I get it when when I have a tempo run on a plan, for example, and it's like I've got to run really hard for a long amount of time and I don't know if I can hold that pace.
1: Yeah, like So anything
0: maybe I with, just
1: won't go and do it. Any, yeah, anything with a... And it's like, I don't know if I can hold that pace. But if you can't hold that pace,
0: what's, <laughs> what's going to happen? happen?
1: It's not like Trigger Point. It's, it's not like not... your
0: head's going to blow off. Don't
1: <laughs> no, talk to me about Trigger Point. Fucking anxiety hell. inducing. Absolutely anxiety inducing. Paul Albert. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, oh big bear, day. Paul Alban. He put up a picture the other day of some blue bags and some wires. And I was like, "Yeah,
0: oh. And I was like, I know. And I... I thought that was very trigger pointy, but I'm sure it was a kind of, if you know, you know. And I was like, I don't know what that is, though. Trigger point, what trigger point. That? It's a bomb, it's a bomb, it's a bomb. But, Why um, did he put it up? Was I it was it related to trigger point? No, I think it was something to do with Big Bear. Ding, ding, Why ding, 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 not... ding.
1: Um, anyway, yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's not like you in, like, that. Film speed, and if you don't don't go over a certain amount, then you're going to explode. You just don't. If it it just doesn't happen, doesn't happen. And the thing is, it pretty much happens every time. So I don't know why I get so anxious about it, but it's uh, weird, isn't it? It is weird. weird. It
0: is weird. Weird. Um, uh, Have you got a win this week? Changed career this week. Got a new job. (laughs) What are you doing? I am. Yeah, a race director. Oh, my God, I've seen this. This is so what bloody cool. got myself a new job. So, I'm like, they? so I saw this and I was like, hang on a minute. Ali, you have no time to do anything at the moment because you're working so bloody hard. Oh, it's yeah, fine. I know what I'll do. I'll just take on another job. I'll dear race.
1: Yes. It's all right, there because it's in August. So everything will be done by August and I'll be having a nice time.
0: Okay. So, okay. So, so, yeah, tell us more. Tell us more about this, this lovely is, Pegasus. This is cool. Thing. This is very cool. Very cool. Um...
1: Pegasus are a Welsh race company. I th- I would sometimes describe them as the centurion of the- of Wales. So okay. they do six races during the year. Uh, and each race is called something, um, like Fogum, Howum, Edum, Canum. U-M stands for ultramarathon, and then the rest of the letters stand for where it is. Uh... So Canum is on the Monmouth of Brecon Canal. So it's like Canal Ultramarathon, so call it Canum. And uh, Howam is somewhere at the beginning of H. And Wild Horsem? Just, that's just Wild Horse 200. So they do oh, six okay. races that are like between 40 and 50 miles, 30, 40, 50 miles. Then they do the Wild Horse, which is 200. Mm. Then they do the Epona, which is a new one, which is 100. Mm. And the best I've thing heard about them
0: is. Loads of people on our Instagram were saying that they are doing that this year.
1: Yeah, because there's no cutoffs. So they yeah. operate a no-cut-offs policy. Yeah. That means that you can walk this stuff, but mm. the aid stations have have shutting time. So the aid stations will shut because obviously you can't keep volunteers out there till the end of time. Yeah. So the aid stations have a shut a shut time, but they're very, very long shut times. And also they they make sure that there is always stuff available to you. So you're unless you're crawling on your hands and knees, you're going to end up with some support out there. Yeah. So um reese the race director he's so nice and i work with him a lot on workshops and stuff and um he said this year they're going to ask they're going to get some guest race directors in and all the race directors are going to be female because he wants to really help with the um upping the inclusion of women in the sport and yeah. he's done everything he possibly can uh but he's like well how about if all the races were directed by females how would people feel then and i'm like mm. "That." Is genius, right? Isn't it
0: genius? Such a good idea, and so simple, really. Like not to piss on Reese's chips, but it is such a like. Oh yeah, actually, that would be a really nice like thing to do. Yeah. So
1: what he's done is he's got like six, I think, or eight, like fearless women. Mm -hmm. I'm one of them, so I would describe them as fearless. Except I have quite a lot of fear, especially around Holly's sessions, and um, and. He, I'm totally going to tell you who they are because I can't remember who all of them are. Nikki
0: Love was. is one of them.
1: She is one of them. Uh, and Mimi's one of them. Mimi Anderson is one of them. Mimi Anderson. Um, So he's got Nikki Love, Trina Dawkins, Ali Bailey. Oh, Trina, yes. Yeah. yeah Nicola yeah. Forward. Yeah. Bethan Taylor-Swain. Yeah. Robbie Barrett at the support of She Runs Cardiff. She Runs Cardiff are massive. Big up, yeah. She Runs Cardiff. Big, big up. Um, Mimi Anderson. Yeah. And Keris, who is Reese's wife. Nice. Race, right. Now, we have got all these races, and we're all race directing our own race. My race. Yes, is the thank you. Edim, the Eden. Now, the Eden is a 50 mile race around a firing range. So it's right up my street around a ministry firing range. There's lots of what's there. What's
0: the Ed bit then?
1: It's the, I want to say it right, against Way. So it's on the Agempt Way. And then I don't know what the derp bit is, but. It works. So Fine. um we it's 50 miles, it's a nasty route. It's it's hard. Um and I'm going out to recce it on in April or May. Yeah, i going out to recce in April or May. Because a good race director always recce their course, right? Just to, so that they can explain it to people, they know where stuff is. So that's what I'm gonna go and do over a couple of days. Might take that bog trotting bridesmaid bloke with me. He likes yeah. the wreck and beacons, and there's a firing range so I can easily dispose of the body. Um and um then I'm gonna then the next job is to phone everyone. So Reese phones everybody that's participating in his races two weeks before. He rings them up on their mobile and is like, how you doing? Are you okay? So I've got to ring everyone. I think that's just a beautiful touch. Yeah. And then it's race day. So I get to I get to launch the race, launch them off Yay. the launch pad, and then I'm gonna give them all their medals at the end. But Brilliant. I've had an idea, Anna. Oh dear, come on then. I have a dream.
0: Do okay. you remember
1: when I suggested that Mud Crew, instead of playing that silly Led Zeppelin song? Yeah. Had a version of We Didn't Start the Fire, but reading out everyone's names.
0: Oh my god, are you gonna do it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm currently in the process of pulling the band together. Because there's no That's one there, nice. we can make as much noise as we want. <laughs> I think I've got a singer. It's not me. I was going to do it, but then I was like, that could be so Alan Partridge, so I'm going to get someone else to do it. Oh and I think God. I'm going to start the race by listing everybody who's racing's names to the tune of we didn't start the fight with a live band. And then <laughs> set them all off with, like, two fire cannons.
0: In your two face, Nicky
1: Love. In your face, Nikki Love. Tr- Trump that, and Mimi Anderson. So I'm making it into a competition.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, Of course you yeah.
1: are. yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. It's going to be great. It's quite a lot of work, but I think I'm going to have a great, great time. And also I've always kind of wanted to direct a race, but without having to do all the rubbish bits, like the admin and the health and safety risk assessment. I
0: know. Oh, oh. my God. There is. I I admire anyone and everyone who is actually like a proper race director, not just a bring you in for the day race director. Yeah, not just one of those,
1: I feel like <laughs> milly Vanilli. Like I'm going to mouth the words, but I've done none of the work.
0: <laughs> like,
1: But Paul Alban pointed out to me, That actually, in doing this, Reese has increased the level of female race directors in the UK by about 500% in one go. I know,
0: I know. It's so true. Mm. It's so true. I've written a few articles on um, women in ultra running. I wrote a really, really lovely piece um, for Like the Wind magazine. If you've not heard of Like the Wind magazine, by the way, it's beautiful. It's like a... A coffee sh- a coffee. what do they call them coffee table mags mm. so it's like really beautiful illustrations really lovely like interesting stories and then my piece that I wrote it's like a lifestyle um, mag isn't it lifestyle. it is yeah. but, but specifically about running yeah and um I wrote a piece for them about women in in ultras and um basically so I spoke to a few people put their interviews in there and sort of wrote around that but I uh wanted to I wanted to do some research to find out how many women race directors there are. Mm. And it's like impossible to actually find out. Um, because there's no like there's no like union or um or maybe like maybe
1: this is something for James Elson yeah. Bell. Ding 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 ding. James Elson, because he's the director of the C R A. So he could T-R-A. probably the trail T R A yeah yeah got so
0: it he yeah. could
1: probably start to be pull this stuff together yeah but oh, I or, mean it's
0: not just trail no. though it's everything. no it isn't just
1: trail it's everything you're right
0: but I the majority are of men. three
1: can you think of more than three or two no. like no. Nikki Griffin Grand yeah. Tour if anybody wants to do the Grand Tour Skidore, there is a discount code in the Facebook group for everyone to do it as solos or pairs great race then your mate that does the one that you've done
0: yeah Jilly Jilly yeah. So,
1: yeah. Then there is some a woman. there's Gemma who does white star running now. Then there's the woman that does jolly running, but I don't think jolly running exists anymore. Then there, I think, is a woman that does Limitless. Is there, is there a woman, female race director at Limitless? I'm not sure. I don't know. Guys, but
0: that's well, you DM can us, probably count if them you on know.
1: Hand. Yeah, if you know, DM us. Please use Instagram, not Facebook. We're not on Facebook really. DM us your female race directors. We will big them up because yeah, uh, and I'll ask James if he can tell us because it's really interesting isn't it Mm, um it is and uh, I had a I had a chat the other day with a male race director on an American podcast um yeah Race director and he's a podcaster and he was giving it the big one about how he's put tampons in the toilets and how he's helping like bring more women to the sport and I just said to him can I just stop you there because what started to get grind my gears a little bit is about how you men want us women to be grateful for something you should have been doing all along like you're
0: not
1: you're not suffragettes like you know, <laughs> it's not paving the way. Like yeah. you're, you know, they're trying to pull women to the front of the races because yeah. they're like, we want yeah. more women at the front. I'm like, we don't want to go to the front. we don't want to be at the front. Thank we you. We don't want to be at the front. We t- do you know why? Not because, everyone. Ah, but not everyone. Some people might. No, want Some be, people but might. A of people but a lot don't. But a lot of women don't. And I'm like, do you know why? He's like, well, you know, you, you, I just imagine the women are more shy. I'm like, no, because if you've <laughs> ever been catcalled for wearing a pair of leggings or a pair of shorts by a bloke, you don't know what it's like to have blokes running behind you. That's no. why we don't do it. I get so aware of it still. I was like, yeah. we just want to be fucking left alone, mate. I was like, mm-hmm. honestly, this whole, like, I'm a saviour of women. I'm, I'm a, oh, look at me. It's like, that's really great. I, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. But at the end of the day, we should have been doing it all along. So These let's make bigger strides. Yeah. yeah. Let's make bigger strides, like putting female race directors in place. And then Reese is just leaving us to it. Which yeah, is probably really a recipe for disaster.
0: Well, but, uh, what I would say, um, Ali, is I hate to piss on your chips, but on the um, website for your race you're going to need to get them to update it. Why? What they put? Well, for the timings for the race day schedule, after registration opens, oh, on the same day as the race, by the way, well done that race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I refer you back to the conversation we had on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've then got um, a morning stretch and a catch up with the Pegasus family. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you've got pre-event chat with the B-52s, Franz Ferdinand and you 2 on repeat.
1: Yeah, but you 2 are coming to play the backing for the song.
0: Fine. But That's as long as happening. so they, yeah, they obviously need to add your. Yeah. So you two are going to bring.
1: That. Have you seen their screens that are using in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah. Pr- they look all right, actually. Yeah. They're bringing those to South yeah. Wales. To yeah. The <laughs> it's going to be quite good. And I'm renaming them Pegasus for the day. Who?
0: So, you two. Yeah. You two. Franz Ferdinand boy It'll be good. Franz, yeah. And what are the B 52s doing?
1: They are running a burger van to the side because.
0: No. The. Burger the, the
1: shack. van's called Love Shack. Yeah.
0: The Burger Shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And Franz Ferdinand are not allowed to sing take me out because I'm scared no. that the people with the guns will come and try and take them out. So we're not going to do that. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff, guys, but you don't need to know this. This is behind the velvet rope. But if you want to enter the Eden, I'll be there. They'll be yeah. there. Come on, yeah. down, come on down. It's going to be fun. Nice. Um, you said anyway, it's in August. It's on August. It's the 3rd of August. So uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good.
0: I won't be ready mm-hmm. to run then, but I might come and hang out for the day with the baby. Oh,
1: do it i'll help you look after your baby i'm gonna have some helpers with me i'm gonna rope some people in to come and help me um cool. so. you could,
0: like arrange a nanny as well that'd be great
1: i will not a problem I'm, you can use bono's nanny he has a nanny for him <laughs> to put his adult nappies on
0: uh, okay what's your that win is, that is an excellent win my win is um so a lot of my stuff at the moment is obviously not running related and it's it's getting quite annoying now um just because, so I was obviously away last week, we were saying on the pod last week, the gym's full because of all the tennis players that were there. So my wins and grims and things are a little bit um, non-running related. But I feel like this is a little win that anyone who has travelled recently or is travelling in the near future or has travelled ever can relate to. And my win this week is I got the entire row of the aeroplane to myself. Oh, I've never had that. I think it's only ever happened once before in my life. Um, so on the flight from Bahrain back to Istanbul, it was like less than half full. What did you do
1: in that aisle? Did you make a I, bed?
0: Yeah, I did. I laid down and just slept for three hours. It was amazing. Did you get blankies? Did you have blankies? Didn't have blankies. The oh. temperature was quite like nice though. So it was fine. I didn't really need a blankie, but... um. Yeah, when you when you laid belt. on the
1: things, did you use all the three seatbelts to seatbelt yourself in so you didn't roll on the floor?
0: No, I um I only did it when the seatbelt sign was switched off. Luckily, it was a nice, nice flight, nice flight. So yeah, there you go, little. I've win. never had it. I just think it's well, amazing. You have never lived.
1: No, <laughs> I'm annoyed that you didn't get upgraded or you didn't make a big up, upgrade fuss.
0: Well. Oh well, wow. as I walked onto the flight, I did notice that there was loads of seats in business free as well. And so I was like, "Um, have you got some some room up front, And they were did like, you say that, Yeah, yeah. And they went, um, and I was like, it's just I'm pregnant, so you know, any extra space is always a bonus." <laughs> and uh, they went, "No, I'm afraid you'd have to pay extra for that, and you have to do that at the point of checking in. I was like, "Okay, no problem." So, yeah, Mm. never mind. But also, I'm not allowed in the emergency exits for obvious reasons. Because you'll block them with your bump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They were like, have you got any knee or back pains or issues? And I was like, no, but I am nearly six months pregnant. They were like, "Eh, yeah, you can't sit there. (laughs) But then they tried to put someone in the emergency row on the second flight um, who'd broken his arm. So he's going to be no good opening the door, is he? No. So, yeah. But oh, surely the pregnant women should be allowed out first. I think it's just ridiculous. I know. Well, anyway, stupid. There you stupid. go. That's my win. Anyway, what, what air? What air? What air thing was it? Turkish Airlines. Turkish Airlines. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show them. Uh, I'll learn uh, them. Watch their share yeah. price drop. <laughs> well, it was when I was when I was um, checking in for the first flight. I said that was when I said to them. They said, "Oh, um, do you have any back or knee problems? Because we need to put you in the emergency seats." And I was like no, but I'm pregnant. They said, oh, we can't sit you there. And at that point, she was like, oh, no, I don't know where I'm going to sit you. And I was like, you could put me in business.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And she was like, put me in a coffee seat, like away from everybody. I
0: I would like to know if anyone listening has ever been upgraded to business by like doing that cheeky little ask. Yeah, because I always, always do. I've pretended to like it's my engagement before. I've and never I've never pretended
1: and I've always hoped the person with me will have the balls to do it. But I've yeah. never been upgraded. I no. have flown in business class once. Have and, you? Yeah. And it and it was a, it ruined me because after uh, you've done it, yeah. it's like, oh, everything is awful now. Everything's <laughs> terrible. And um, and yeah, it's like it's like having a real Coke. You only have real Coca-Cola for the first time. Yeah. It's like, well, now that's it. Like, I can't yeah. have roller cola. I have to have real cola. It's like that. And uh, I wish I hadn't. And I just, but the worst thing is, I was so excited by the whole thing. I was flying to New York with work, with the, the yeah. rental company, that I just yeah. got absolutely shit-faced. So oh. I didn't really enjoy, like, rolling around in it. And, like, the nice knife of fork and stuff. I yeah. just was like, just bring me the Prosecco. So, yeah. um Oh, Yeah, but I do remember it being very comfortable, and there was a blankie and there was a little pillow, and it was all very nice, but it was very short, it was only like seven hour flights. So it was like,
0: Yeah, oh, I think that's why we didn't get blankies is because, um, because I did two trips, I did Bahrain to Istanbul, Istanbul to Birmingham, so they're only like three and a half, four hours each. Mm. So, um, so I don't think you get blankies on those flights, but um, we did go. Business on the way back from Guadeloupe when we had our big holiday last year, because um, the airline did this thing where it was like a raffle, and it was like you, you like oh or oh, do you bid you bid you it's like an auction and you bid for like the seats, and so you say how much you'd be willing to spend to get like upgraded, and then they upgrade you.
1: That's nice, but I think yeah. a raffle's better. I think if for every like say like yeah. I don't know EasyJet were like or not EasyJet they don't have. British Airways. Every time you got British Airways flight, like you put into a raffle and you could be upgraded. You'd fly British Airways more often, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. In the it's a fucking definitely. great marketing idea.
0: Have, have and, that, and they get to sell or like fill all of their. They make more money either way.
1: I know. we are brilliant. It's genius. It's got nothing to do with running, but it is genius.
0: Yes, yeah, marketing pod. Anywho, um, get. Have you got any grims or get in the bins? Yeah. All then. Got my grim. Mm. On the last day of my trip. I was lucky enough to go to a lovely hotel with one of the presenters from Radio Bahrain, and we sat by the pool, and I chilled out, which was the first time I think I've sat and done things that didn't involve, like, a laptop or my brain for months. Mm -hmm. And I was having a lovely time. The weather was beautiful. There was a light breeze, and it was about 25 degrees with no clouds. The dream. Turns out when you're pregnant, your skin is more prone to sunburn. God. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that I came away from this lovely hotel with second degree burns to my leg. I thought you were going to say to your belly, but it's your leg. No, no. So I had a full swimming costume on, so my belly was covered. So you've got to be so careful, like letting harmful rays on your baby. No, uh, no, on my leg Um, and the side of my leg because the sun was like coming in from one side. So it's just all down the side of my leg to the point where I then had to get the flight home that night and it hurt to put my clothes on. Honestly, like, because they say like with sunburn, obviously this is not cool. Sunburn is very serious. They say you should only be able to count on one hand the number of times that you've ever been sunburned in your life. If you Mm. can't, then you've been sunburned too many times. Mm. I've never been sunburned this badly before and um, it hurt to like walk. So on Sunday I really wanted to go for a run when I got back and it literally felt like my entire leg was bruised. We're now on Tuesday and it's actually okay and I can touch it again but like I couldn't sleep on that side, I couldn't touch it, I couldn't put my clothes on, It's very, 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 very bad. Um, So that was pretty grim Um, and yeah, just wear sunscreen, kids. That's horrible. Did yeah. you? Were you not wearing any? I was wearing sun cream, but the it was like it's the the fact that my pasty pale British white legs have not been have not seen the light of day since probably August last year, yeah. <laughs> August September, and um and yeah the the sun was very very hot. I think we're maybe nearer the equator in Bahrain, and so the sun's slightly hotter. Yeah. the breeze there was the breeze it was like a warm breeze but it took like the edge off the sun beating down on you so yeah you know when it just catches you out
1: it does and i've and i've had some pretty terrible sunburn situation experiences <clears> in my life uh, one the worst one when i was 17 which kind of was basically put a like lid on it it was like yeah but like in it i'm older than you and um, i remember my sister laying outside of the garden basically basting herself in fucking cooking oil like that malibu factor yeah. five Oil. Oil. Like, yeah. You know, so that's how I was raised. Oh, that's a good idea. It's just yeah. oh mate. Is it all right now? Is it
0: Yeah, it's fine now. I can actually like touch it and I'm gonna go out for a little potter this afternoon. Um, because I have got a race this weekend. <gasps> so, exciting.
1: <laughs> so exciting. I think we should a cheer squad, come down to your cheer is it your last oh. race? Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Where is it? What are you doing?
0: London, going to London, doing the winter ten k. Um, this is yeah, it's it's just weird. Um, it's weird. Think of it as like my last race. Oh, it's my last race because I do keep seeing stuff pop up, and I'm like, like some of Paul Album's big bears, ding ding ding, because obviously mm-hmm. they're super local and ho- and like close to me, but they tend to be on a Thursday, and I work on a Thursday, so I can't mm-hmm. really do it. But um, I. I keep seeing stuff pop up and I'm like maybe I could do one more but I'm going to see how this one goes because I genuinely feel going into this 10k like I felt going into um no that's a bit silly I was going to say going into Seven Valleys doing 100k but like it's all relative this does feel like I I am like I don't know if I can run 10k anymore You can I don't know I don't know because really like well I don't know we'll see Is it getting uncomfortable now um, I just need a wheel all the time. Oh. So yeah, I mean look, I'll run walk it. It's fine. Like, and I'll I'll have a nice time and I'm excited to do it. I really am. But it does, it's it's funny the way that you can literally go from like running ultras to running 10Ks to just being like, uh. So yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. Sure grim.
1: After last week of being of receiving suspicious packages and threats,
0: oh yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago. Now
1: whatever, it's, it's <laughs> escalated. What I've been trolled on Instagram.
0: Are you? Mm. Why? What's happening? What's been said? Do you want me to go after them? You're involved. Me? You're you're mentioned in the post. Oh, is this the bog trotting bridesmaid's Yes, yeah. he's horrible. Damien. He's horrible... Damien Hall. Horrible man.
1: He turns out
0: happens. turns out he thoroughly listens to this podcast. He knows the ins and outs of it. He knows all about the butt napkins. He would.
1: He but, does. Yeah.
0: He's given me a, a pet name. <laughs> the narcissist. <laughs> I don't think that's a pet name, Ali. You can go fuck yourself, Damien. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is it. This is all out war. This is war. This does feel like war, to be yeah, fair.
1: Yeah, it does. And the, I think, I feel like the, the comments on the post have turned into a bit of a war. <laughs> oh,
0: like I've not seen what's happening. Oh, there's people piling in. There's people piling in. No
1: one's piling in. But I just, oh. like, you big old bastard. We know you're listening. We will continue to mention you every week so you didn't get your little hit,
0: Damien. Mm, uh, not friend. every week. Not every week. Because what American about Wyatt. our other lovely What about our other lovely listeners, though, that we don't Well, mention? if our other lovely that listeners want to... Mention. If they want to send us some content, we'll mention them. Yeah, that's that? true. Send us some content and then we'll give you a mention. There's a yeah. podcast that I listen to called The Tail Enders. It's about cricket. And um, on that one, there's... Um, at the end, they literally just do shout-outs and they just read a list of names. That's genius. Should
1: mm. we start doing that? Except we yeah. won't do that because we're talking... Oh, shit, now we've got to end the podcast because it's like half past eight or whatever so we have to like yeah. stop yeah. so that won't work
0: but mm-hmm.
1: you send us more content we won't have to call out our celebrity listeners um or damien hall so that'll be good
0: send us a dm on insta we are at ultra sound system pod or you can send us a little email we are ultrasoundsystempod system pod at gmail.com or you can put a little um a little bit in our link tree in our bio. So if you've got more to say and you want to just send us a little chunky, chunky message that's not an email. Pop it in the link tree. I'm but really please dis- please don't put anything on the Facebook group. You can have fun on the Facebook yeah, no, group, don't. please don't put content for the pod because we won't I was going to say it. we don't look at it, but I um I had a little scroll through it and I was like Ali looks at it because she's been replying to people on that. So I only
1: look at it because I'm on ultra awesome and then I see that come up and so I literally go bang 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 do two or three just to say I'm here and then I leave. But I, I'm not looking at it like we do the Instagram. You know this yeah. podcast takes work guys we have to look at it and actually read what you write and
0: stuff. Sure, we like, do look at content. it. Content. We look at it. Yeah, no. I was just going to say, I'm really distracted. I've got um, a beautiful magnolia tree in my back garden, and all of the buds are coming through, which means all of the birds are like eating bits off it. They're my favourite. That's my favourite tree. Yeah, it's so beautiful. There are some amazing birds out there on it at the minute. It's great. Um, So anyway, ornithology aside, get in the bin.
1: Oh my god! Last night I went to see a performance a talk by pete whittaker do you know who pete whittaker is
0: uh well only because i looked at your stories this morning but it's no tell me. me pete whittaker's a crack climber <laughs> he climbs on crack that can get in the fucking bin yeah it can get in the bin yeah and
1: i was sat there a crack climber guys for someone that doesn't know is someone that free climbs or free solos so if you free climbing is when you have a little rope but you're on your yeah. own and then free solos when you have no rope yeah up fucking mountains in the cracks of the mountains so yeah. we get that's With his little fingers and his gnarly little feet, like cloven hooves up the crack. Absolutely no. And he's done it uh, up like, he's done it in Yosemite, he's done it up Half Dome, he's done it up El Cap. He's done it in this awful place in Norway. I mean, it looks looks delightful, but not to do that in. No. But the worst thing he did was he did it under the M5 bridge that runs from Exeter across the big river. It's it's like 4,000 foot long and in lockdown, him and his mate climbed the crack underneath the bridge upside oh down and it took God. them four days i'm surprised they didn't get arrested they did and then oh. they got and then they <laughs> were allowed back it's quite interesting right. you can read you can read all this on the internet but my get in the bin is those sort of sports when you sit yeah. there and you're just like get in the bin there is no way on earth i would like i want to do that it was and that, the anxiety that is exactly what people say about us ali and that is what I was sat there because he's a, he's he's signed up to speakers from the edge who are the people that rep me, and I was like, I want to go to this, see him talk, to see what he talks about, to see how he does does the whole thing because I don't know what I'm doing, and uh, I was enraptured by it, and I was like, this is how people see ultra running. So I can't stand up there and be like, oh, laddie, laddie, ultra running this because no one knows about ultra running, do they? Like the, yeah. half the audience will know about ultra running, mm-hmm. but half of them won't know about ultra running. Yeah, yeah, and so I think. I'm like, I'd, there's no fucking way I'd do that. But then I'm like, I think that is what people think about running 50 miles, isn't it? Nor yeah,
0: people. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of like all that climbing stuff and what have you, have you watched Free Solo? Of course I have, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another good one if um, people need or want recommendations for things.
1: Have you seen The Alpinist? Yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah. Free Solo first, guys, then watch The Alpinist. Yeah. And then vow never to go back to the climbing wall. <laughs>
0: Yeah, crazy,
1: utterly bonkers. He was sat there, Peter. He's like, "This one's quite easy for me." So you know, I, I never climb anything that I know is above my grade. And I'm like, "Quite easy." Yeah, but
0: that's like, what you're going to say. hundred miles is quite easy for me. I'm I don't never think I like, hundred miles is not, grade, quite not quite easy for me.
1: Sometimes I do two hundred. A hundred miles is not easy for me. But she's literally, she's is...
0: flapping her hands around but like an not. air traffic controller. Like, oh, not even. No, like, I went out.
1: I went out on the uh, hill on the, the Lake District at the weekend <laughs> to recce the first bit of well the Last bit actually, it's the northern traverse of uh, the lakes traverse. 23 two three miles, twenty three miles, six thousand foot of vert. sixty k. <laughs> so much more to go. I was absolutely fucked by the end of it. being a pickle. It's not. It's never easy. Like, but he was. Oh, it was just incredible. What? Have a little look up. Look up Pete every bit if you want some anxiety and if you want to feel grateful for going for a five k run, because you mm. will feel grateful. God.
0: So what is it that we're putting in the bin, Pete? Just all of it.
1: Like th- <laughs> those those extreme sports where you're just like that is anxiety. What are you doing? He's like, is when you get into this flow state, it's and you don't even have to think about what you're doing. It's like, it's a bit like when you're driving a car and listening to the radio, like up three thousand foot above the the fjords of Norway, like with his fingers in cracks with water coming down all over him. I'm like, yeah, no, because that's 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 not my idea of being relaxed
0: <laughs> at all. Absolutely not. I tell you what, I, also is not my idea of being relaxed. I've oh. um, had to put myself on mute while you're talking, Holly. So I apologise if you can hear in the background. It's only just gone eight o'clock and there are builders next door. They've been there for bloody months, drilling like they're going to come through my wall any minute.
1: Love it if uh, they did. Can you
0: hear it? No. Oh, that's good. Because, and I was like, are they allowed to do that at eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I thought they had to wait till nine. No, they can, they can do it at eight. Uh, it's Really loud, and I'm now really sad because today is my work from home day, and this is going to be this all day well, anyway. That um, can get in the bin, yeah. Thank you. The builders can get in the bin, they can get in the bin because they have literally they can't remember when they started building this extension next door, but they were supposed to finish in December. Oh, well, <laughs> They're two months over. And then, I was
1: about to say, and none of, yeah. of them nice to look at. You can't say that, Ali.
0: Ali. That? Because We're that not. is wrong. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, no, no, no. Um, um, I've right. got one get in the bin really dead quick, and it's cool. a little follow-on from my get in the bin from last week. And it's just to say that on my, so my get in the bin last week was Hotel Toasters. Mm-hmm. The day after we recorded that, it was my last day, and I was putting my bagel in the toaster. Please. Um And I'll put, put your bagel in the toaster. Um... And I was there for a good 10 minutes, like trying to toast this bagel because I realized that um, someone had turned the dial down to zero. So it was going along like a little conveyor belt and it was just like not even warming the bread. So I literally did it like five times. And then on the last one, I turned the dial up and of course it came out cremated. I was like, fuck my life, just what? How do yeah, you watch what, get
1: it right? I watched the um, Unabomber documentary on Netflix. Yeah, right. That's the sort of thing Unabomber would do. Because he would go around <laughs> and he would turn it down well, to zero. Turn the
0: toaster down. To
1: zero, yeah. Because he's just like, this, this is, I'm rallying against society. I'm just going to turn <laughs> the toaster down to zero. You know how he used to run red lights? Because he was like, I'm not the society telling me what to do. Like, yeah. it, that, turning the toaster down to zero, that is a red flag. If you see someone doing it, report it to the authorities.
0: Absolutely. Because only
1: a monster would do it. Because there's yeah. nothing in them. There's nothing in it for them, is that Immediately, no, but there's no. the suffering afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone being
1: like, "I haven't got time to redo this. All I wanted was a toasted bagel, when that's come out warm, not even warm."
0: That like, Unabomber, that Unabomber documentary thing is so. Uh, it's not a documentary; it's like a drama version of yeah. it, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, I do. I recommend that. It's, um, because he he's Unabomber for University and Airline, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he sent like letters to the
1: to Breville about their toasters.
0: And stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was an interesting character. Oh, anyway, was... that's enough about farmers and toasters. It's very interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. Alrighty, moving on. Um, The playlist. I promised last week that I was going to listen to the One Day soundtrack and add some stuff on it. You watched One Day and you're now a mess, aren't you? Oh my God. I knew it was going to happen because I'm i like... haven't watched it. Well, I know
1: what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and yeah, um, I was... Absolutely enraptured by it, and I think one of the reasons I was enraptured by it was the soundtrack. They got it bang on the money. So it 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 basically, if you've not watched it yet, no spoilers. It traces a relationship that goes on for twenty years, from like the eighties all the way through to like the mid two thousands, and yeah. it's a, it's about the same day every year. So it's so the music's great because it follows those. Um, there's no murder on the dance floor. Doesn't like Thanks. that.
0: Fuck for that. I watched
1: that the other day, Saltburn. I was like, why is everyone going on about this? And then I was like, this is really, really absolute bullshit. Like, it's mm. the only good thing about it is Richard E. Grant. That's it.
0: Oh, what a babe. Have we talked about his running? You
1: put Richard E. Grant in anything and I'm Yeah. In. Like, yeah. I'm convinced he's my real dad.
0: Convinced. <laughs> I love
1: that. <laughs> I love him. Richard E. Grant's running. Guys, follow Richard E. Grant on Instagram.
0: So good. So good. When he goes out running with his shirt, and his jumper's on. Well, I, was I, really thinking, I was thinking about asking Innovate to send him some kit, but then I'm like, no, actually, because no. I do like him
1: in his little outfit.
0: No, okay. I don't want, no, no. We
1: don't want him in trail fly speeds in a little time no. top. No, no, okay. no. Um,
0: so yeah, One Day soundtrack is
1: brilliant. And do you know what? It's so, it's really, um. oh, what's that? subtle. So it's not yeah. the hits of the day. Like yeah. there was a, there was one of the last episodes, They there's an elbow song that is a bit, an album track that is one of my oh, favorite songs okay. and ah. it's like oh my god they're playing this elbow song oh my god yeah and uh yeah it it was great but it should come with a trigger warning because it is horrendous and especially if yeah. you've suffered with problems with alcohol or mental health like there are bits of it which are like i was very very drawn to the male character very drawn yeah so i was like that's my life playing out in front of me um really good but the soundtrack was amazing I think you should watch it and then you should do the adding because um, I've already watched it and and, uh, it was great what else did I add Um, I'm just looking at it hang on a minute guys I'm not getting a lot from you guys at the moment I'm not getting a lot of feedback from you listeners on what you want on here
0: no but we are getting some good feedback about how it's such a banging playlist there was someone the other day who um, put a little story up and thanked us for the playlist because they'd listened to it for like three hours solid so fair play blimey um
1: i'm obsessed with this dude called bob villain he's amazing he writes these like slightly political ranty rock Ooh. songs
0: Ooh, okay i like it
1: um so i've put a track by him i've already put a track by him on this playlist called um he's a man which is just absolutely brilliant song. i've heard
0: that one it's so good so
1: good he's like it's a like... bit like this updated <laughs> version of the streets
0: yes um, and
1: he's got another one called Hunger Games, which is absolute, it's another absolute bell. So in fact, I'm going to go out for a run with Pickle after this. And we're going to listen to the whole Bob Villain album because I'm like, I'm sure nice. there must be some other classics. There's, and then Tim asked for Training Season by Duel La Peeps. Duel Peeps. Um, and her, I don't think he's listened to it. He just said it's tra- it says Training Season. So I thought I'd just put it on there. So I'm like, all right, yeah, so I just put yeah.
0: that on there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah all right well yeah if you do want any additions to our playlist do check out the playlist that it's linked in the link tree on our instagram um it's on spotify it's only it only exists on spotify and uh yeah if you want us to add any songs if you've got any bangers that you think should be added you can either uh film yourself whilst you're out on a little run pop the little song as um, the background music thing and we can add it. Uh, or you can do what some other people do and send us a full-on menu, a list. Menu. We'll go through and yes, yeah, so we'll know them uh, as to or whether you we can add Or you can film those. yourself like in the gym.
1: Film yourself in the gym, singing it. You just could, singing it. you could. Um, hey, that leads
0: me on really nicely. Yep. It's as if we planned this thing and didn't just throw it together. Um, To filming in the gym. And something that I did just want to pick up on, uh, and it it involves correspondence to our lovely pod via the Instagram medium. And that is, um, I'm really proud of this, a plank off seems to have become a thing in the last week. So our podcast pet, Dean, we are training him, Ali and I are training him to run London to Brighton. Ali is doing the running side of stuff. I'm doing the strength stuff. And uh, as part of his strength stuff, the last couple of weeks, um, well, in the last sort of block that I've done with him, we started with a plank to failure and then we finished with a plank to failure. So see how the improvement went um, over the sort of four weeks and plank to failure is what it is, what it says on the tin. You hold a plank for as long as you can. Um, So he filmed himself doing it and put it up on the old Instagram and it seems to have caught on. People are planking <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. You're it's all a, a load off. of plankers. Mm. It's a plank off.
1: I'm involved. Got involved. You're
0: involved, Ali. Yeah. You got involved. Yeah.
1: Because, because they're making it, me, those you? fucking arseholes that I'm paying money to are making me do side planks. So I'm like, might as well put a full plank in. And I yeah. was like, this is really hard. It's really yeah. hard. Especially if you're doing it properly with yeah. your calm down. His, did you see that his mum's been doing it? Oh, it. His mum's yeah. been doing it.
0: Yeah, it's so cute. I love mm. it. And that's, that is like, I literally get so much joy from this of just seeing it spread further and like people just getting involved. So if you two want to do a plank off, then I've, I've go got for to it. say, there is it. a lot
1: of love for this bloody race, London to Brighton. I'm actually really super excited about the cheer squad because it's, yeah, it's no, huge. It's, be it's a huge it's cheer squad. I'm um, just, I'm just, do you know what the world record for planking is?
0: Yeah, I do. Because so in my strength and conditioning for runners class, um. We also do like a plank. We we do a plank off every so often, but it's kind of turned into a weekly occurrence now. Um, And there's one guy, Jacob. I don't think he listens to the pod. He should. Um, He managed to do like three, no, four and a half minutes now. So he planks for the duration of the song Unstoppable by Sia. So it's just it just so happened to be that that was what was playing at the time that we first started doing all of these planking things. So now, at the end of our session, Jacob's like, "Can you put the plank song on?" And that's the plank song. So if it's not on the playlist, we probably need to put it's that on the playlist. playlist. But whilst he was doing it, and I was like twiddling my thumbs, waiting for everybody to finish planking, I was like, "I wonder what the world record for planking is." Mm, it's nine, nine hours. Nine hours thirty eight minutes and forty seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, Czech Czech Czechoslovakia. No, yeah, Czech, Czech Republic. Tech yeah republican joseph
1: silek therapist lecturer and personal development coach and world-class planker and then the female one because obviously that's the male one yeah uh, is oh actually it's four hours think... 19 minutes yeah.
0: not yeah. nowhere near no nope. dana Flipping glass. Have you seen a picture of the women, woman, woman, uh, woman who holds the plank record? I have. She, she is hench. She looks amazing. Else. Look at those shoulders. Yeah, Weesh. she
1: looks amazing.
0: She could probably do an ultra on her hands.
1: Yeah, she'd probably do an upside down ultra. That's a new thing. As a race director, <laughs> I'm thinking of lots of new races. And next week I will talk about my list of new races because I've got Great. many of them. Excellent. As a professional race director, to add that string to my bow. I yeah. love it. Um, right, Correspondence Corner. We need to sort out our jingle. Yeah, <laughs> Correspondence in the corner.
0: I've seen it, there's an email from our jingle maker. So, yeah, it's coming, guys. There will be a jingle soon. Jingle maker. Do you have any correspondence?
1: Yeah, I
0: have. we've go got. What's the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth? during a race. Oh, you're counting that as correspondence. We've oh, got no, emails. Is. The no, no, email. is no emails. The inbox is empty. No one emails anymore. No.
1: So um, we're going to go through this because it's funny.
0: So on our Instagram... Um, which Ali deals with, she uh, puts up a question every week. And the question that we put up a few weeks ago was, what is the worst thing that you've put in your mouth during a race? Now, I want to just dive in with this one that I said to you at the start before we started recording, Ali, because this is the best thing that could possibly have been at the top. Uh, what's the worst thing that you've put in your mouth during a race? My own pissy hands. <laughs> There's more context. There is more context. So this is Joe Adams, Mojojo, Irish Mojojo. Um, my own pissy hands, wild wee, and then shoving hula hoops into my puffy face. I couldn't eat during my first hundred miler and about 28 miles in, I managed to grab a sandwich and carried it for a mile before I felt brave enough to eat it. I took a massive (laughs) chomp out of it and realised it was ham. I've been vegetarian for 20 years. I was worried about getting DQ'd for littering. So I carried the half eaten ham sandwich for three miles and offered it to other runners. Surprisingly, nobody took me up on it. (laughs) that story is wild that's like it's like it just keeps getting better
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, guys have you ever cradled food on an ultra i've done it like i've done it like ten m- once right me and lorna fell out quite badly on the south Downs way 100 i wasn't well it was all documented by the running channel actually she was telling oh. me to eat i was like no i won't eat so i yeah. held a sandwich i'm not joking for 15 miles in my mm. hand <laughs> it wasn't in like wrapping Held it oh and then i got to a bin gosh. and i made sure she could see me and i dramatically threw it in the bin like yeah
0: like brilliant guys, and, and what did you
1: achieve by doing that just tiredness <laughs> and hunger like yeah she didn't care she was like did you say no. something did you do something uh, oh my what's god. what's the longest you've carried food for an ultra brilliant i
0: Absolutely remember carrying brilliant. some food between checkpoints on the big bear warwickshire ultra oh this is something for next week i've got some canal info Ooh. from someone which I might have just given away who it is. Anyway, um, on the Warwickshire Bear Ultra, I carried a sandwich, a cheese sandwich. It wasn't ham; it was a cheese one I'd made for myself because I got it out at the previous aid station, thinking I'd want it, and then just carried it to the next aid station and was. And it was just like you know. So I like getting cheap white bread for ultras because so, there's no fibre in it, is there? So I like just go straight in. Yeah, yeah lovely. Loads Delicious. of butter, big wedge of cheese. That's your ultra sandwich. And um, by the time I got to the next aid station and I had not fancied it because I was it was quite early on, Um, it was just like, it was a bit like a sausage roll, you know, <laughs> like when your grip just gets like sl- sl- stronger and stronger and it just like rolls up into like a a fist, <laughs> was, an inner fist shape. <laughs>
1: it's like a golf ball of protein and carbohydrate. Yeah. It could
0: have killed a man. Yeah. If it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, Joe, like Joe said, you don't want to litter, you, like... You know, I know it's a sandwich, it's different to like dropping a wrapper. Not according to some same time
1: de- decorum council, it's not. <laughs> no.
0: But at the same time, like, you know, can birds eat cheese?
1: Yes. Dogs can. Can they? Birds can eat cheese, what? yeah. Dogs can are you sure? they eat suet balls. And suet balls are basically cheese. They're just fat, aren't they? suet balls. Birds can eat cheese. Birds would eat cheese. I reckon birds I, would eat cheese. Guys, can birds think, eat cheese? No,
0: I, yeah, I think we need a I think we need an expert on this. They can eat camel and bird. <laughs> okay. Cake right. king, baby
1: food. Yeah, baby food's shit. Why do people say oh, baby yeah, food's good? It's rubbish.
0: I don't mind it. I think it's good for getting like nutrients in. It's I would got never no eat calories in it. We've talked about this on the pub before, I know, but I would never eat a cold bolognese, like a baby food like sachet of bolognese. But like the apples and pears and stuff, at least you're getting some like vitamins. Possibly. Uh, a gel that was out of date frog spawn gel
1: oh yuck um many insects hey i've got a question for you damien if you're listening which i know you are um if you have a if you an insect goes in your mouth and you're vegan what should you do that's a genuine question i'm sure have we not asked this not well sure. i want to know uh at the end of one rate this is 40 something running and at the end of one race, they handed out electrolyte tabs in wee packets. Being new to running at the time, I just oh. popped it in my mouth.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> Rather than read the instructions and put it in 500 milliliters of water. So that would be foaming mouth syndrome. Yeah. Oh, like
0: no, that. That's got to be spit it out. Hey, this sounds gross. Alia says cinnamon jelly beans. Oh, I quite have like you that. Had cin- they're so fiery. They are oh, so. Oh, yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> really Cinnamon's not, fi- not fiery, is it? Well, not. Not massively, but the jelly beans are. I remember having them as a kid and being like, no. Because you can get like the Harry Potter. Ah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter every flavour beans. Not that you'd know Ali, because you don't like Harry Potter. Eight of the time. They do them, they're like sick flavour, snot flavour. And like they, they put like cinnamon ones in that are just like Oh, I have had those actually. I had a yeah. Christmas ones Yeah.
1: Um, a bird shot on my shoulder and a bit of it flew in my mouth oh no thanks for that gardens rock hey heather terry you need to flip in watch yourself because i gave oh, you this yeah. tip a jaffa cake yeah. and gherkin sandwich i think i said mm. this at the book lodge absolutely yeah. delicious two jaffa cakes a couple of slices yeah. of gherkin absolutely yeah. lovely
0: yeah. Mm. she says it wasn't Mm. Pamela, this is funny, we've talked about this um, previously <laughs> because this happened to somebody that I knew yeah. and uh, this happened to Pamela as well but I don't know Pamela uh, Pamela says the worst thing she put in her mouth was Vaseline, they were handing it out to put on your cheeks to prevent wind chafing and I thought it was a gel to eat yeah. to put on your cheeks yeah for wind chafing I wonder what? where I wonder where her race was I somewhere think she... like really wild I think like she...
1: I think Antarctica she... I think she missed, her, I think she's the wrong cheeks. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. They need some yeah. butt cheek napkins. Um,
0: someone handed me a drink which I thought was coke. It was Tetley's bitter. That's Lily Cunter. Jesus. And then yeah, and she also says, who the fuck does that? Exactly, Lily. That is I don't know.
1: There's yeah. a couple of cheer points for the London Marathon where people stand outside with with, with beers.
0: Yeah, like, true. The city
1: hash to it, so watch yourself on London Marathon. Yeah. Um, pizza flavoured energy bars, no.
0: Cis chocolate gel?
1: No. A wasp? No.
0: (laughs) No. Vinegar anti-cramp shot. Not the worst thing, but I thought it was a vanilla goo. (laughs) Vanilla vinegar, very different. And um, some bugger was handing out hard gummies in the latter stages of the Eden Project marathon. The toothache distracted me from the pain in my legs, but that gummy gummy got spat in a hedge. No.
1: Just no. Brilliant. Far too many Mars bar pieces over several aid stations. Oh, Mars pieces. Blech. I don't have, at the moment, I'm having a little bit of a things to put in my mouth blockage on yeah. racing. I've started trying Morton. It's not making any difference. Like I've been drinking Morton, like the real high 340 job, like the yeah. you that much powder with that much water. It's yeah. not making a difference. I just, I'm hungry all the fucking time on races. Yeah. It's annoying.
0: Mm. It's annoying me. Thanks for that, everybody. That was quite good fun. Quite that was it. excellent. That was really good. Um, And that brings us nicely to the end of this week's pod. Podlington Bland. I am P. You're racing this weekend. You're racing. I'm racing this weekend. It's funny. It's really weird saying I'm racing because there's going to be absolutely no racing going on. I'm just involved in an event. I'm eventing. Oh, like a horse. Yeah. Maybe I'll gallop my way around. Yeah, I'm galloping. I'm galloping. <laughs> da, 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 da. Just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, What are you doing this weekend? I'm going I'm to live vicariously through you.
1: The Lake District. Again, again. You are. Of course We're you going are. to recce the section of the Lakes Traverse from Ennerdale. Ennerdale, not Emmerdale.
0: Emmerdale. Emmerdale Farm.
1: To Grassmere. That is a particularly tasty section.
0: So I've, I've done some. Um, I've done grass. What got bad memories of Grassmere? I like Grassmere,
1: it's very fucking hilly.
0: It's where um the aid station prior to the one that I dropped out of at the Seven Valleys was.
1: <sighs> well, I did Grassmere um, Shack the other day, and the first bit of that was too much yeah. uphill, it's all uphill. And then, so I'm yeah. doing El- Ennardale to Grassmere. I know in that section there is the worst bit of the course, basically the hardest bit. Um, so yeah, I do that. I'm doing it without pickle, and then on. Sunday, I'm going to be at the Innovator store talking to my uh, running husband, Andy Berry, about all things running and watching the film at Wilf's Cafe next door and eating copious amounts of cake.
0: Nice. Mm. Nice. Uh, so, which traverse are you doing, Lakes or Northern? Lakes. 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 You're doing lakes Traverse. I was out. And how this far? Was actually, is
1: that? This is actually a quick little win. Uh, lakes Traverse is 100K. 100K.
0: From
1: St. Bees to Shack. And, yeah. we and we start, and then we start like some silly time in the morning, and then an hour later, the, the whole northern traverse starts. So the northern traverse, listener, is two hundred miles from St B yeah. to Robin Hood's Bay. It's the yeah. coast of and uh, so some mentalists, my friend Kirsty, uh, are doing that. She did it for the second time; she's already done it once. I've finished it. So Why the fuck would you want to do it again? Mental. But when we were out wrecking, we were joined by a couple of people that were doing the two hundred. And the problem mm. is, we obviously got to Shap. We're like, this is the end of our, be the end of our race, but it's not the end of theirs. It's not even near no. the end of theirs. And so it, they're like, nice. it's horrendous. You sit here and you eat something, and everyone's like got their medals, and you're just like, right, oh, we've got a fucking crack on, and it's horrible, and it's dark, and it's cold. So, um, but one of the wins about that was I went with Kirsty and my friend Robert. Yeah. And this girl called Nikki that we'd never met that, that Robert had found on the internet, and her dad gave us a lift from Shap to Grassmere so we could run back. Yeah. yeah. And then on the way we picked up Crystal and Rich, who, yeah. who Kirsty met last year. And then we picked up another At the guy. Race. Called, yeah. And then oh. we picked up another guy called Mark. So none of us knew each other, apart from me and Kirsty and Robert. And it was just so great. And it just showed how great like the sport is, you know, you just pick up these That's people really and you're all cool. having a lovely jog and having a nice yeah. day. Out. It was so good. So yeah. uh, maybe that will happen in this time. Maybe I'll bump into Hannah Rickman because she was out on Kirstie Pike the same day as me, but I didn't see her. I did see She's Sabrina doing... Virgie though.
0: She's doing also late Traverse? No, Northern. Oh, she's doing Northern Traverse. Yes! She's Off like... the back of the spine. Brilliant. Ah, but
1: we were coming up Grassmere. No, we weren't. We were yeah. coming up from Patterdale. And coming down towards us was Sabrina Vergie. at like seven yeah. minute miles with two blokes in front, two blokes behind, like her paces. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just like, oh. <laughs> we're laughing and puffing up the hill. And she's like, us. Brilliant. Anyway, it was a fun day out. And I'm going to have Love a fun day out this
0: week. Excellent. Right. Well, enjoy. Oh well. Um, I hope you enjoy your race. I'm
1: excited to hear race report.
0: Thanks. I uh, I will deliver that to your ears next week. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.